0: We are talking about this is a year where we are to rise up to uh, take the inheritance that God has prepared for us. So the important thing for us to be able to enter into the inheritance is that we have to live in the light. It's one thing to see the light, and it's another thing to live in the light. So when we live in the light, we are allowing the life that has come in, the life of Jesus that is in us to live through us. That's the difference. You know, to see the light, you, you know. But to live in the light, you allow Him to just live through us. And that's why we can do exploit. That's why we can do what He wants us to do. We can enter into our destiny and take our inheritance. But it is still a process. It's not, you know, you have it. But rather, it's a process of moving, moving into the plan and the purpose of God continuously as He opened our eyes uh, uh, to see what He has prepared for us. So let's read the Scripture in Ephesians 1, 17-19. Ephesians 1, 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the Spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that you may know Him better. We're going to read uh, Karen reading in a little while. So you see, we—how uh, do we know Him better? This is this is our cry. This is, I believe, this is a cry for everyone. Because we know there's so much more in God. There's so much more God has prepared for us compared with what we have known and what we have experienced. So what does it mean to really know God better? Verse 18, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know first the hope to which He has called you, number two, the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints. And number three, His incomparable great power for us who believe. So there are three things here that Paul pray that we may know Jesus better. The first thing is the hope of our calling. So that is talking about our salvation, which we talked about uh, two weeks ago. And we mentioned the, 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 the hope of our calling is not just saving you, getting you to heaven, but rather right now on earth, when we face every situation and circumstances, we need the salvation of God to come. We need the grace of God to be with us so that we are victorious because of the grace of God. Because of the grace of God, we are able to do great things, great exploits. Because of the grace of God. That's why there's nothing we can boast about. Because it's all the grace of God. And then the second thing, which is what we talked about last week, but we're going to continue this week, is that His his, uh, 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 riches, the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints. So we mentioned our inheritance as a believer is the kingdom of God. This is what God has prepared for us since the beginning of the world. When He created this world, He has this in His thought. That these people who are created in His image, not animals, people who are created in His image, they are His sons and His daughters. They will share in the inheritance. They will rule and reign with Him on earth. Because earth was heaven, there was no sin. God comes, God come in. And and, and, and now there is a heaven that we also go to, okay? Uh, uh, So this is what God has in mind when He created man, that we may share in His glory, that we may rule with Him, that we may work with Him, that we may, you know, communicate with Him. I think later on we're going to talk a little bit. This is just a thought that came. God wants us to communicate with Him. Not He communicate to us only. God wants to hear your idea. God wants to hear what is in you. What, what he, you know, the creativity that, that He has put in you. And, and what are you thinking? He wants to hear your counsel in certain things. That's, a, that's how God has created us, in His image, not just talking to us, you know, so that we, 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 we are not important. We just listen to Him. This is not what God has created us. So we, we talk about the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints. How rich is this inheritance? God gave us His fullness, fullness in Christ Jesus. That's how rich our inheritance is in the kingdom of God. So God doesn't hold anything back from us, His children. You know, He just wants to share everything He has with us, His children. And just like us, you know, we want to share everything we have with our children. Okay, so... uh, So last week we talked about Those who are qualified To enter into the kingdom of God Are His children His heirs But these heirs They must learn to Come before the Father To really have a relationship with Him To share in His burden To share in His vision To suffer with Him That they may Enter into the glory and share the glory with Him. And then uh, we mentioned that He has uh, created us to be priests, to be kingdom, to be priests. So uh, in order for us to be priests, first first of all, we have to be kingdom. He has made us to be kingdom. We are not just entering into the kingdom. We are the kingdom. And then we are the priest to reign reign with him. Jesus said to Nicodemus, he said that unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So when we are born again, when we have salvation, we see the kingdom of God. But now we need to be the kingdom because He has made us to be the kingdom. And Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God, don't look here, don't look there, don't search for the kingdom. The kingdom of God is within you. So Jesus has to rule and reign in your life, in your heart, and then you are the kingdom. You are the kingdom. Then you can be priests. Out of you, out of your life, His inference will begins to be felt in the surrounding because now you are a priest of God. You represent Him on this earth. Is it possible that we are born again and yet misses the kingdom of God? Because when we are born again, we see the kingdom of God. So we want to go back to the scripture that we referred to last week in Matthew 25. We're going to read 41. Remember the story about the king. He divided a nation, the sheep nation and a goat nation. Uh, The ship nations are those who have served Him, those who care for the poor, uh, care for the hungry. uh, 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 they, they, They serve like Jesus to those people. They represent Jesus to those people, meeting those needs, extending the kingdom of God, even though they may not be aware of what they are doing, the significance of what they are doing. But they are representing God. They are making an inference. They are helping those people on behalf of God. That's why Jesus said, hey, you serve me, you care for, for me, now you enter into my kingdom, okay? And, and, and we're going to read the verse that talks about those who don't care, those who can't see, you know what happened. Verse 41. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed Into the eternal fire Prepare for the devil and his angels Verse 41 We struggle to understand this verse Because we know salvation is free, right? Salvation is because we believe in Jesus And all these people Whether they are sheep and goat From the context of the parable You see, they all know Jesus They all believe Jesus They all say, Jesus If I know you are hungry, I surely will will give you something to eat. If I see you are thirsty, surely I will give you a drink. But I didn't see. It's not that I don't want to do. I know you are the Lord. You are the the, the Christ. If I see, I will do. You see? So, So that's why we have difficulties in understanding this scripture. Okay, so because this is a parable, so we mustn't take every word to the letter, you know, and make a doctrine out of it because it's a parable. But we, we must take note of what Jesus is trying to tell us. So these people, I was just thinking, because somebody after last Sunday's message was the smart one, <laughs> the one who knows scripture, come and ask me about this. I, I guess she's struggling with this, this portion of scripture. Okay, so I just want to, want to highlight these people who know Jesus, who did not serve Jesus in any way, and they are cast down to be with the devil. I believe Jesus is trying to tell us that these people, why are they cast down to, to be with the devil and have no share in the kingdom? It's because while they believe Jesus, and yet their minds are all filled up with the things of this world, the doctrines of, of the devil, you know, what the enemy wants. Even though they know Jesus But they are filled, their, their mind are filled with self And with, with, with what the, the, the devil's teachings are And therefore They just behave like that And didn't bother about the kingdom of God Can't see the needs in the kingdom of God Because they're filled with self They're filled with this world They're filled with what the enemies want, And as a result That's where they end up Because that's what, that's what they serve Okay, so, so we just take the warning From Jesus It's a serious matter that when we cannot see what Jesus sees It's because our heart is not there Okay, we are so filled up with this other thing but, but we need to repent, we need to come back to God Or else we're going to lose the kingdom Okay, we're going to lose the kingdom Okay, so that's, that's my explanation My explanation about this verse How these people are cast into uh, the, the, the lack of uh, the, the, the fire with, with uh, the devil Okay, so it's so important that we see what Jesus sees. We care what Jesus cares for. Uh, This glorious, glorious inheritance, we are, in this glorious inheritance, we are reigning with Jesus on earth. Okay, we are reigning with Jesus on earth. The seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven which said, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord And of His Christ. And He will reign forever and ever. Okay. This was declared the completion of the mission. The whole kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of our Christ. But to reach this completion, to reach this stage, we are on a journey. To make this world, the kingdom of this world To become or becoming the kingdom of our Lord and Christ This is our mission This is what the kingdom that we are talking about To rule and reign with Jesus So it's a process to, to make the kingdom of this world To become the kingdom of our Lord and Christ Because the government that's upon his shoulder is increasing Of the increase of his government There will be no end So Jesus' government will continue to increase, 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 increase Until one day Which is what is being declared in the book of Revelation And and that's what we talk about uh, The coming of Jesus So what do we do? The first thing, of course, is to get people into salvation Into believing Jesus But that's not the end Okay? That's just the beginning And after that, we have to bring the kingdom to them They have to understand the kingdom of God is their inheritance right? Or else we end up like the African country 90%, 98% Christian But most corrupt, most deceitful All kinds of evil are happening Why? There is salvation, but there is no kingdom Jesus is not reigning you know, so so that's what happened. We, we don't want that. Okay, so first thing is to bring salvation and then we have to bring the kingdom, uh, the kingdom of, our, of this world to become the kingdom of our Lord in Christ. So this is what God wants. He wants us to rule and reign with Him. He wants us to be kingdom. Kingdom where He reigns, where His light shine, where His life flows, where He rules. And, 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 and He's a solution to this world. And that's the reason why we need the fullness of God That's the reason why God gives us His fullness So that we can rule and reign on this earth Colossians 2 verse 10 And you have been given fullness in Christ Who is the head over every power and authority So the first thing We're going to look at the second thing The first thing that when we talk about the fullness of God Is that He has given us power and authority over all other power and authority So as we go on this journey to make the kingdom of this world To be the kingdom of our Lord in Christ We are coming against demonic forces We are coming against the kingdom of darkness The enemies are occupying there And that's why the fullness of God, part of the fullness of God Is power and authority so that we can overcome So that we can keep moving and advancing And then the second thing About the fullness of God The fullness of God has substance It's not just power and authority So when you have power and authority You, you defeat the enemies But now you need the substance To fill this earth To fill the territory To occupy the territory That you have conquered You need the substance Ephesians 1:22. And, 23. and God placed all things under His feet And appointed Him to be head over everything For the church Which is His body The fullness of Him Who fills everything in every way So He did all these things for the church For what purpose? It's so that the church will move in and occupy this territory that has been conquered with His fullness, with His substance, the substance of His fullness. So what is, what is this substance? It's the love of God. It's the grace of God. It's the mercy of God. It's the kindness of God. It's the power of God. It's the peace of God. It's the joy of God. You know, God wants us to move in to fill this earth because if we do not fill it, The earth is not a vacuum. If you do not fill it, the power of darkness will come and retake the territory. They will fill it. That's why we need to fill the earth with the fullness of God. That's why the Word of God says the earth will be filled with His fullness. And it's to you. It's to us. And God has given it in us to fill it. That's how important you are Wherever God has placed you When we understand who we are We are the kingdom We are the priest We represent God in this place Where I am And the fullness of God Is going to fill this place Taking the kingdom of darkness Through me It doesn't matter who you are How weak you feel It's God It's the fullness of God It's not you He's done it for the church. And that's why in this church, you see, you see, we, we do a lot of things, right? If you don't understand, you say, Oh, this church is worldly. This church is wow well, very business minded. This church is, you know, you will you will have all kinds of negative criticism. But if you understand this scripture, we are to fill the earth with the best education that there is. We are to fill the earth with the best service. Around in this place, we have to fill the earth, you know, with the best counsel for families, for, for children. We are to fill the earth. It doesn't matter which area, we are to fill. We cannot be a church that's is isolated. Our church is a church without war. We cannot be a church that's is isolated, just spiritual, just talking about Jesus, Antichrist coming. What a lot of rubbish. You know the kingdom. We are the kingdom. We are the priests. Every one of us must make an impact for the kingdom of God. Because if you are born again, if you are a child of God, would you not be able to see what God wants us to see and do what He wants so that we can inherit the kingdom? Or are we those who can't see, can't see, and and now? Where the enemy is You know It seems that it's not possible If you are truly born again It's not possible that you can't see But if you can't see You have to question Am I born again? Because if you're born again You know you can see the kingdom of God But if you can't see Are you born again? Yeah I know you know Jesus I know you believe Jesus Are you born again? We really have to ask because those scriptures cause us to ask those questions. Okay, as we we develop these thoughts, you will understand what I'm saying more because we, we are going to come across scripture like the nations will see the light. They will come to our light. But if we are mediocre, we're just like them or they are better than us, why would they come to our light? So that's why God wants us to know You have the fullness You are the priest You are the kingdom You are His child He has placed everything in you You got to live a life that stand out Like the the, the lampstand that That is on top of the hill That everyone can see This is our life This is your life This is what God wants So we are to fill the earth some of you, you feel the earth might have a lot of children. <laughs> That's one way, but we have to feel with the earth with the influence, with the presence of God. You know, with well, with whatever represent God, because that would be making the kingdom of this world to be a kingdom of our Lord and Christ. So, how serious is God? You know, when He says we inherit the kingdom. How serious is God when He says we are, we inherit the kingdom? He made us to be judges in His kingdom. That's how serious He is. Because part of ruling and reigning is to be able to judge, to govern, to, to execute, you know? Judgment. That's part of ruling. And God has made us to be judge in His kingdom. 1 Corinthians 6 Verse 1 to 3 If any of you Has a dispute with another Dare he take it Before the ungodly for judgment Instead of before the saints Do you Not know Do you not Know that the saints Will judge the world And if you are to judge the world Are you not Competent to judge trivial cases? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more the things of this life? So you see, the word of God is emphasizing: Do you not know who you are? Do you not know you are going to judge the world? Oh my! I thought God judged the world. He see the things, the things. You are going to judge the world And more than that You are going to judge angels Doesn't that blow your mind? Do you not know? God wants us to know Who you are So he let us judge the world He let us judge the angels You think Anybody who says I believe Jesus That he put you up as judge No that's why there's qualification. That's why there's that relationship where we, have, we live in the light where we allow Him to open our eyes to see what He sees. If we can't see what He sees, how are we going to judge? We're going to make all kinds of wrong judgment, And that's why the kingdom is for those who see what Jesus sees, even in the little things a cup of water, a thirsty uh, 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 person who is naked, in the small things, we can see what he sees. Then we're qualified to judge. If we don't see, how can we judge? Okay, that's why we, as Christians, He endowed us with wisdom, knowledge, and insight. There's so much God wants to give us God wants to release to us if only we can receive it. Because if you want to judge, it's no small matter, right? To judge the world is no small matter. But how on earth can we judge? Because we're so good, no? But we want Him to fill us with His fullness, to fill us in our mind, in our heart, and everything. And then we will have His wisdom then we'll have his knowledge and insight. Look at this verse here in the Romans Romans 11, 33, 34. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his path beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? So, to be judged, you know, it says the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, His unsearchable judgment. So, in other words, God is saying, I'm releasing to you the unsearchable knowledge that I have. I'm releasing to you, you know, the, the riches of the wisdom that I have. I'm releasing everything to you so that you are qualified to be judged. That's who I'm going to make you to be So That's why the scripture says In this life When you have a problem Among yourself Do you know who you are? If you behave in a childish way If you act in the flesh You're going to lose this wisdom Because you have this wisdom to judge But you're going to lose this wisdom Because of your flesh Because of your childishness And some of us Even want to take this matter to the court To be judged before the ungodly So this is why God is saying Don't you know who you are Don't you know what you have inside you What God the Father has given to you Don't you have that Don't lose it Okay, so In all of our problems that we have Let's learn how to deal with them with the wisdom of God so that we have a win-win solution for everybody. In the meantime, we also learn our lessons. How can we have the mind of God? He says, who who has known the mind of the Lord? Who? Who has been His counselor? Okay, look at 1 Corinthians 2, 15 and 16. The spiritual mind... A spiritual man makes judgment about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. I think we read this so often. We have the mind of Christ, we have the mind of Christ. But what's the implication? We have the mind of Christ. It means that we can talk. On equal terms with Christ Even though he's Lord That's why we can counsel him Who has been his counselor Who has known the mind of Christ Nobody But now in Christ In his fullness We have the mind of Christ We are his counselor Remember Abraham coming before God And saying God you want to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah what if there are 50 righteous persons? What if there are 40? What if there are 30? What if there are... Abraham knew the heart of God. He knew God really do not want to destroy men and cities. He wanted to build men and cities, but because of the wickedness. So Abraham was able to talk to God in that sense, and God listened to him. If there are 10, I will not destroy. God listened to him. So That's why I mentioned to you, we want to enter into another level where we talk to God because we know the heart of God and God talked to us. What shall we do? Can you see that? And we see it. We know it. And we say, hey God, we're going to do this. God say, hey, yeah, that sounds good. Go ahead and do it. Right? Because you have the mind of Christ inside. You have the heart of Christ. You have the fullness of God inside. So you're able to talk to God. Like counsel him in some way In a way, Moses He said, God, are you going to destroy these people in the wilderness? If you destroy them, what would other people talk about you? Saying you brought them out of Egypt and you destroy them? They will laugh at you So God said, okay right, Moses, I listen to you, I won't destroy them Moses, the meekest man on earth He knew the heart of God And he talked to God in this way and that's what God wants us to be Because we're his children Do you want your children every time to come and say huh, What do you want, okay uh, What do you want, okay Or you want them to talk to you And dad, you know we're going to do this right Can we do it, oh yeah Go ahead, you know try, yeah Isn't that son The son that you want Isn't the son that God wants from us Rather than us coming like Oh uh, tai ngong on. No God wants us to know His mind and and to be able to be counsellor, to talk to Him. Because we have the mind of Christ, we have the heart of Christ. He's not afraid. He's not afraid because we have that heart, we have that mind. But if not, well, terrible things will come out of our mouth. He will not listen. So when we have the mind of Christ, we understand the power of the cross. So when we have the wisdom of God, we understand the power of the cross. So when we deal with matters among ourselves, we understand what it means to sacrifice. We understand what it means to be radical, what it means to be, you know, to, to, to be revived and be revive not. You know, we, we do not retire it. We understand all these methods. That's why we know everything, God will sort it out, work it out eventually. But we may have to go through the power of the cross. That's why we're able to resolve things, even if we have to go through suffering. But when we react in the flesh, we react in our emotion. We're going to bring about destruction, right? Because we're going to lose the wisdom that God wants to give to us. So, uh, yeah. Right. I think I'm going to stop because it's, it's too much. I think some of you you don't know what you're listening this morning. Okay. So the messages are recorded. Okay. You know there's a lot of things inside. Uh, when you have time Listen to it again Again Don't just say I don't understand what pastor is saying stop, Full stop Okay It's your responsibility to to chew it To digest it To think what I'm, I've been saying Right uh, And see whether this is what God is saying to us uh, So when you want to know Jesus better You have to understand this truth. Right So that you can really live The life that God wants us to live Yeah are you excited? You know, when you enter into it, wow, your life is going to be so powerful, so different. You, know, you can never imagine this is you, you know, if you walk with Jesus in His kingdom. But let's stand.